The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts, Trent. Daggone it, didn't work. Man, you're excited today. I like it. Fired up, man. Fired up. Came down the mountain all hot. I love it. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I'm always fired up on Friday, but Tuesday works. That's another day. It's a good time to be Got fired oxygen up. to breathe. That's, That's it. good. That's it. Beautiful weather. Weather is amazing. I'll tell you that. It's like the one nice, not nice thing. There's really nothing nice about a hurricane, but it has its ability to suck every bit of moisture out of the air that it, it path that goes down, and you get these nice days. Yeah. That's beautiful. Fall. It's called fall in North Carolina, Patrick. It's, it's called fall? Fall. 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 Or is it more like fall? You remember that show, Fall Guy? Fuck, you ever watch that? <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I really got into it. I was just in the mountains, man. The leaves are beautiful. Is it cold up there? It's chilly. Chilly? Yeah, you know, not like, cold. You know, like chilly willy. Like you got to wear like a jacket and a pair of pants? Uh, Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Just checking. just checking. That's why I have on pants now. But if you're Jeff Robinette, you don't wear pants. Yeah, because you're old school. Love it. Don't have to. Don't need to. Jeff Robinette Mouse is one of those guys that defies... The weatherman and wear shorts all year round just to be that guy. Just to do it. <laughs> TJ's over here throwing thumbs up. <laughs> Are you that guy, TJ? Yeah. I mean, if you got a hoodie on and a jacket or something, a little skull cap, you get kind of good. TJ Legs don't really get cold. Likes the short pants. Mm. I like it. I went to we went to a pumpkin festival. I'll give a plug up in Shelby, actually at, at Brent Beast and BW's exit. I remember it because I. It, Go up 74, 193, exit, loop yeah, around, and around. Yep. pumpkin festival. Man, them guys got it going on. What all did they have there? I, I've never heard of this Man. before. So it goes they, on probably until that. Well, they, you know, they, they bring in pumpkins. They act like they got a pumpkin field, but they really bring the pumpkins in and set them out in the field. So you take a hayride to that, and then they have all these kid toys, and they have food, and... Uh, but we were doing the math. I, I, think they, I think on a good, clear Saturday day in the fall for they re, they're making some cheddar i'll tell you what though man you god forbid you get like three weekends of straight rain during the week then they up, cry. Uh, up until uh halloween that's not but a they do deal. the haunted at uh they do the haunted maze they had a corn maze they do the haunted corn maze at night they do it friday night saturday and sunday uh and if they get good weather them people they they laughing all the way to the bank no thank you what? Haunted corn maze? So not only do you got to go through the stress of being stuck in a maze, if you're claustrophobic, that's like the worst thing that can happen. If you get lost, you, dude, you just see the piece of corn. Dude comes rolling up with a chainsaw out of the corn? I don't know. I didn't do the haunted maze. All right. But we said they have this infrastructure built with these buildings, yep. which is really cool, where yep. all the kid games and stuff are, uh, kind of permanent. And they ought to do a quadrant of their farm, do watermelon, do watermelon crawl. And then, or strawberry, excuse me, do a strawberry festival, and then they could do watermelon, and they do Christmas trees, and then pumpkins. They got it all. All four Use the same overhead. Isn't that right? <laughs> and Aunt Judy down the road, you just pay her ten dollars an hour cash. She come over here and sell you some, sell some cotton candy for you. <laughs> I like this part of the the first segment. We have a live guest, and they're like second, like why? And, why and am then I we here? and then we walk, we go down, we rode the hay <laughs> to go get the pumpkins. We so we only getting one pumpkin, and we ended up have five kids, so we bought five pumpkins. Uh, you know, when you're spending seventy dollars on pumpkins, you in the game. 
I saw him saying bucks that for crazy? pumpkins. Oh well, my well I got five kids. We went to the Charlotte FC game. I had to get a loan. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> but you go down here to the pumpkin area, and they got all these these linear buildings, which I said that's either hogs or chickens or something. So I asked old boy that was could be turkey. I, yeah. So I asked old boy Reagan said I said that I said I said that building. She said well I asked the guy driving the tractor. I think he was one of the boss men. I said what you got? What you got? Hogs or chickens or what you got in there? He said, well, they're empty right now. I got a shipment of 200,000 chickens coming this week. I said, what's the life cycle of a chicken? He said, nine weeks I get rid of them. 200,000? 200,000 chickies. Mm. Chicky tastes good. KFC have the supply chain be back in business. That's it. 200,000. 10 weeks. Chicken price of chickens going down (laughs) in Shelby. (laughs) <laughs> well, hey, man, you you mentioned Charlotte FC. We had a lot of news in the uh, Charlotte sporting community this week. Oh, yeah, coach got fired. Yeah, yeah, something else. Then we got. I know one thing. Tepper's good at firing coaches. <laughs> I give him credit on that. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I mean, it cost me $600 to go to a Charlotte FC game. No alcohol at all. Still cost $600. Where'd you sit? Were you in the pit? Were you on the pit? No. With Cheap, the pitch. Cheapest seats the pitch. you can buy online. I mean, everything's in the lower bowl. Cheapest seats you can buy online. I had to buy seven tickets. Yeah. It cost $360 yeah. for tickets, $40 to park, and we ate dinner. It was about another 140 Do the math. Yeah, there it is. 540 plus your souvenirs if you ever bought a souvenir. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot to talk about the, the shirts we bought. Yeah, you got to buy yeah. the shirt. You got to have the Everybody shirt. Or the, they have the scarves. Scarves, man. And Tatum, you know, she's she's all your children are different. I said, well, you going to get a shirt? And she said, no. I said, why? She said, because I wouldn't wear it. I said, oh, okay. I like your style. Honesty. That's right. Honesty. <laughs> so we got Josh McConaughey from J.E. Dunn in the house. In the studio. In trying the studio. to figure out what he got himself into. That's exactly. We always put the guests like in between us and the door so they can't run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always talk to guests used to sit between us in our first year yeah, of radio. If you go wow, back and find these shows. Wow. Hey. <laughs> That's called a uh, pivot head. <laughs> I thought it was called bobblehead. <laughs> Is there a difference? Well, Bobble's yeah, you know, pivot sounds a little bit more intense. I actually have a bobblehead in my office. Ben Horn got me in Travis Bobbleheads. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that. That's when you know you have the that's when you know you your broker talked you into buying bad stocks. <laughs> when he says you a custom bobblehead. And it only goes yes. Nah, ben Horn Morgan yes. Stanley, I gave him a shout out. It only does yes. It great, doesn't go uh, no. Can't come on the radio because of Morgan Stanley, I think. But but a great guy. Uh, has helped our company with our 401k and all that for a long time. Long time. He helps us well. So, uh, well, tee up our guest, Josh McConaughey. Is he going to stay in the room? J.E. Dunn, building big things. That is not their slogan, but he's going to tell us what it is when he comes on. Hey, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Thanks for joining. We'll be right back. Welcome well, back. Oh, <laughs> I was just picking on you, man. <laughs> Welcome back to the At Home with Radio Show. Radio Show. Patrick's <laughs> leaving the room now. No. <laughs> Do you know it's funny? I'm Trent Haston, and my uh, sidekick is Patrick McIsaac. Listen, you know what's funny is I had the earphone. One of these earphones don't work, and so I could hear you talking, but I couldn't hear it over the radio. So. Mm. It, uh, I was just trying to do it because I got so good at it last week. You, I hear you. You know how when you don't, when you delegate and you let other people shine and you don't do something, you think you can't do it, and then the time comes when you have to do it, and you, you do it so well. <laughs> this is the part where I, I get need fired. to be the intro guy. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where the bad news comes. It's been real. <laughs> 
Oh, well, hey, Josh. Hey, guys. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Thanks good. for having me on. Thanks good. for coming on. Yes, sir. I'm I've been over here cracking up this whole time. I'm glad you stuck around. Glad to have you. I tried to leave, but you guys blocked the door. Yeah. The door's locked from the outside. There's a, well, it's a chair. There's a key. You know, up under the handle. Yeah. Probably it's, a good bet. Yeah. It's really wise in this airtight room to have that done, but... Uh, <laughs> It's not the case. There'll be a serious buyer violation. We don't have a locked door. That we've I'm actually taken, getting kind of That scared. Josh knows about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, now, welcome to the show, Josh. Obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're all from the same industry here. Uh, you're with J.E. Dunn. I think most people, especially in our industry, are very familiar with your company and, and what you guys are all about. And we've had the opportunity to work together and, and share some stories together. And I always love it when we have people that are, that are in the industry. You're commercial construction, amongst many other things. And we do some commercial construction. Yet we can live it cohesively and help one another out. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we've had John Tamero from Simonini on the show. He's been a guest host plenty of times. But we, we want to associate at Roby with people that do things the right way. And we always feel J.E. Dunn seems to be doing things the right way. And, and, and you're a big part of that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I always get this question. It's like sports. People say there's all this competition in the market. How do you manage with that? And I always think that I end up being closer friends to those that I work, you know, kind yeah. of in tandem with rather than against. Because right. I think that ultimately it all shines on us as an as a market in general. It is an industry, right? I mean, our industry already, you know, faces some challenges in, as far as public relations uh, stand a standpoint. And so, those that do it the right way, I mean, that we need to stick together. Absolutely. You know, it's. It, I think what aligned me with you guys a lot is you, you asked what our motto was and. We have this tagline, which is great, but ultimately the one on that I think about most is on our core values, and we put families first. There you go. You, know, you guys are a family-run company. We're a family, still a family-owned company in ESOP, which is just an incredible yeah, thing really. to offer our local employees. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. I wow. mean, I think it's a real different, differentiator for us. When did y'all explain what an ESOP is? I think that's very interesting. Sure. So the Dunn family owned this business. They're headquartered in Kansas City. Okay. And in 2010, they made the decision that it was time to begin to share some of that ownership with their employees. So they carved out 25% of the company and basically distribute the shares of the company through your 401k. So as an employee, you can't buy in, but essentially you become vested over a certain term of time, and you are a part owner in that company through your retirement funding account. That's good. Yeah. That's really cool. We... Uh have talked about potentially, you know, Andrew Roby, our traditional residential business is 72 years old, owned by me and my brother now. Uh, that might be a venue where, you know, you have this legacy, you want to keep it going and really keep it going so somebody down the road doesn't mess it up now that I have this legacy that we've embraced. I've always said, it hasn't been the time, but I've always tongue-in-cheek said, hey, I could see us doing an ESOP so I, so the Hastings could still have the legacy and still have a chunk of the ownership, and then our employees could could. Yeah, benefit. I think a lot, a lot of really successful family companies realize it's tough to get out yeah. of those businesses, and so this is a good progressive way to do that. Yeah. I wish I had more knowledge of it, given that my last name isn't done. I don't know as much as those guys. Well, yeah, sure. So, sure. And ESOP stands for Employee Stock Ownership, ownership Program. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's very intriguing. Uh, and some other big contracting companies from around this area have done it as well. They absolutely have. Well, Josh, we walk us through <clears throat> the history of you. I mean, where'd you, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to college? Uh, how'd you get into this industry? Kind of tell us a little bit. Uh, walk us through that if you sure. can. Sure. 
So I'm a transplant like a lot of folks that have found themselves a Charlotte. Uh, I've now been here since 2007. So I feel yeah, kind of like I'm local now. Me too. 15 I was years. Yeah. Uh, lived here longer than I ever lived anywhere else, but I did grow up in Connecticut. Went to college in upstate New York at an engineering school called Rensselaer. Yep. Uh, went to graduate school in Connecticut and then decided I wanted to get to a warmer climate. So I started my career with what is now Balfour Beatty Construction down in Florida, building high-rise condos back in the mid-2000s when that was kind of the oh, thing yeah. to do. And then uh, I had the opportunity to relocate up here in 2007 to do the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Oh, wow. And uh, so I remained doing that for, for that large company for many years. And in 2017, I had this tremendous opportunity to come and help kind of reinvigorate the J.E. Dunn brand here in Charlotte. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a bit of a risk, right? You've been somewhere sure. so long. And yeah. You got three young kids like I did. And uh, but I but I felt compelled with their mission, with the kind of little bit of change in culture that was going to come from that. And it's been a been a fantastic move for us. Well, Balfour Beatty, we, uh, one of our prior guests is uh, Vince Price, who yeah. you worked with there. He's uh, Chaos Interrupted. Remember, he's doing the uh, catamaran trips in yeah. the Virgin Islands. But it, it is a small world. I didn't realize that Ritz Carlton's what brought you here. It is, yeah. It is a small world. It's funny you say that. Vince and I actually worked on a project together. He was in the Atlanta office. Yeah. I was in Charlotte, and we did a job together. Really? So, you know, that's the one thing about this business. You just can't yeah. burn a bridge. You can't. It's all going to come back. It's just but you can build thing. a bridge. You can build bridges. You can build many bridges. <laughs> yes. And y'all did, uh, Jay Dunn completed what last year, the, the Grand Bohemian? We completed it two years ago, right two as COVID okay. was starting. Yeah. Wow. That's we, an awesome project. <clears throat> it's an awesome place if you haven't been or stayed. Yeah, that downstairs bar out. area is, I mean, it's second to none. It's unbelievable. It's top notch. It's also a great story with that client, right? That's a client that we built their very first hotel in Orlando, Florida. That's right. Some 20 years ago. And it's just been one of those relationships that's continued over Amen. all those years, not only generationally within their organization, but ours as well. Amen. Which has been really cool. And small world, Christian McCall's husband, Jonathan McCall, his brother, his twin brother, Jared McCall, is a superintendent for you guys and, and was one of the superintendents on that project, correct? He is. He's worked with me uh, over two companies since 2016. Really? We just celebrated five years with him at J.E. Dunn, and and uh, I've celebrated seven years of working with him. He's a great guy. Wow. Yeah, he is a, he is a good guy. We uh, Our churches merged uh, together. Jonathan Christian went to our church, and he went to another church, and they merged. So it was I don't know that, you know, I, I, being young where I grew up, I, I grew up in a small town in Connecticut, and I'm sure that same small feel is everywhere you are, but I, I don't know that it could be replicated the way it quite is in Charlotte. Cool. For such a big city, man, I tell you, this place has just got this amazing connectivity, which I love. We, you we like talk, it? We talk about that a lot. I do. You're you going to stay here? You're going to ride We're not it out? going anywhere. I hear you. Three little kids, man. This is their home. So. I mean, we, we talk about it here on the show. We talk <laughs> about it in public. I mean, wherever, anybody that, that asks me what I think about Charlotte, and I say it's the best city in the United States of America. It's well, how can you say that? You haven't been to all the other cities. And I say, I don't need to. I mean, it's, it's hands down. I mean, you have what you said right there is exactly right. It's a big, it's a big town, really. I it mean, uh, and I, I don't know if that has to do with the fact that most people that come here aren't from here, so we have a natural instinct to want to embrace one another. Um, not to say that people that grew up here like Trent are any different, but there's something to that. Uh, I'm just, I'm just country. There is no question, though. I do think that <laughs> transient communities like Charlotte. So, or sort of are more open to engaging folks because Agreed. it's just by the nature of who they are. I grew up outside, excuse me, outside of Atlanta, and it was very similar back then. Um, with you know, you had neighbors that were really no one grew up there. I mean, their parents moved from somewhere, 
Um, it, it was a similar growth trajectory. Absolutely. I'm from here, Patrick. You're from the west side. The west side, the river. He's on the other side of the tracks oh, now. Oh, man. The, the river, man, I mean, everything's exploded out that way. I mean, heck, Belmont. It's coming alive. It's unbelievable out Charlotte there. Charlotte is growing. Not Holly Stanley is, is growing like I crazy. I love meeting people that aren't from Charlotte and – they go, I said, where are you from? And I said, man, thanks for being here. Glad to have you. As long as you're going to be nice and cool, we in. We're good. Hard workers. We want hard workers in Charlotte. It's changed the landscape of this place, yeah, though, hasn't it? It really has. We you got something really has. special. I mean, I don't think that if this community didn't welcome folks, it would be what it is today or where it's going to be in 10 years from now. Yeah. And for I, our businesses, right, and what we do. We need people coming it's here. It's a fantastic thing. It's That's driven it. all yeah. of our growth. Everybody's like, oh, I'm sure you're, you know, if they hear I'm from here. Oh, I'm sure it makes you mad. They cut all this development. And it's the same. I'm like, nah, I'm a businessman. I got five kids to feed, dog. I, I like development. Let's go. Plus, it brings people here. It makes the culture better. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, hey, amen. When you said that earlier, you said, I don't need to go everywhere. You stuck your lip out. Look like you were pouting. I did? You said, hmm. <laughs> He didn't look sad to me. <laughs> it looked like like a bulldog. He looked like With, like the lower teeth sticking out. Ham sandwich. Oh. No, dang. dang. All right, all right. We're gonna <laughs> cut the break. It's time to go pay the bills. We have Josh McConaughey with J.E. Dunn talking construction. When we get back, you're listening to At Home with Brody. Welcome back oh, to the At Home with Roby Show. I am Trent Hayson, <laughs> and my sidekick is Patrick McCosset. He was holding out. I couldn't take it. <laughs> Silence is deadly. <laughs> got him. Did you hear TJ's got him at the I don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to do it? I don't want to do it. You, you can have your job back. Delegate and elevate. Yeah. You can I'm move done. on to the – Trent's going to be the new MC. So what, he, might, he might. MC Hammer. Ooh. You get the pants if you go MC Hammer. Oh, Parachute I, pants. I, uh, in the early 2000s, before <laughs> we had kids, before, before we had kids, they had, you know, they would do up, uptown race. They closed down uptown and have concerts and stuff for Speed race Street. week. Speed, Speed Street. Speed Street. Yeah, that's right. And MC Hammer, you know, he's a little washed up at this time. He comes out and he's dancing around and his pants ripped. <laughs> the Hammer's pants <laughs> it ripped? It was a scene. Hey, I, all right. So I got, I got an MC Hammer story for you. It's pretty good. When hey, I was a touch kid, Ooh. Well, so when that song, no, in uh, Too Legit to Quit, when that tape, cassette tape, I was at a Falcons game. He was a huge Falcons fan. I think he and Andre Risen were buddies. And uh, we, me and a friend and I, we're like nine years old, snuck to the very front row. You know how you used to do that? You go to a game and you kind of like, let's see how close we can get. And so MC Hammer walks by, and his bodyguard walks right behind him and hands me that tape, tape, cassette tape, before it even come out. I'm like, hey, man, you think the Hammer will sign this? And so then he took the tape, gave it to MC Hammer. He opened it up, signed it, and we were listening to Too Legit to Quit before it came out on a cassette player. My buddies. You still have it? Yeah. Signed? I do. Somewhere. You need to get it framed. Somewhere. I'll put it in my office. But, yeah. That's what you need That's a big deal. So, hey, get this. That, that is game, a big deal. The Falcons were down by, like, four points, and uh, they were playing the 49ers, uh, which that was, like, back then they were in the same division. Y'all remember that? The, the 49 made zero sense. Anyway, so they threw a Hail Mary and won the game. We were out there partying, drinking some ice water, listening to Too Legit to Too Quit. Too Legit. <laughs> Too Legit to Quit. Hey, hey. Sorry. I like when he became a pastor for a while. You got to pray just, <laughs> just to, to make, make it today. today. Man, he was all. What do you think about that, Josh? Song. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He could dance. He I could miss dance. that old music, man. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever get nostalgic and rock out to some of that. Yeah, I rode with Chris Maynard today. He always <laughs> listens to that. 
old stuff. He was listening he? to it today. Get myself caught up every so often listening to some Wu-Tang or something. See, so you guys throw Wu-Tang. that on the J.E. Wow. Dunn uh, yeah, internal audio system up there? Or no? no, just, you know, when these kind of conversations come up, I find myself going back With to the, the earbuds. Yeah. yeah, trying to scope it go. out. Yeah, I hear you. Spotify, you can that, get anything. That, that is there. the beauty of the generation that we, you don't have to wait for it to come on the radio like we had to do back in the day. Oh, we used like, to have to steal it from Napster. Or Napster, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> oh, that was like a static. Oh. Which, how many songs you got? They said you were going oh, yeah, to prison for that. Yeah, yeah, I, never thought, I never figured Napster out. I, I'm, I'm always about... Half a half a decade behind the technology curve. I make sure everybody blazes trails. I never did an answer. It was it was here and gone before I got caught up. We're here to make it easier for you. That's Trent. it. I, st- yeah. I still listen to the radio because I don't want to have to worry about. I got enough to think about. You got your next tail still. I don't have my next tail, nah. but but I remember when I next tails were the two way. That was a big deal uh, in our business in the construction yeah. industry. It was Heck great. yeah. And we were paying five thousand dollars. It's the early two thousand. We're paying five thousand dollars a month on Nextels, and you get a phone with unlimited talk for ten dollars. And I said, "We're going to go away from Nextels." And my my dad and my brother and my uncle, said, no, we can't do that. We'll get blackballed in the industry. No. And I'm like, they can make a phone call, and we. Saves like $4,000 a month. I mean, are you kidding? Pass it on to our customers. I did love that Nextel, though. It was nice. <laughs> that was, it was pretty cool. convenient. Very convenient. You now couldn't we text. run from people. Now it's like it's like text. If I answer a text and then somebody calls me right away, I'm like, man, you got I'm not playing that game. No hiding. No I don't hiding. answer those calls. <laughs> yeah, no hiding. <laughs> well, Josh, tell, tell, us, I mean, let's, we, tell us a little bit about the evolution of J.E. Dunn. You said you've been, been here since 17, you said? Yep. And so you, tell us about sort of what, what you've seen in the industry and, and what, what all types of stuff you guys like to do. And, and I know you're a very charitable company as well. Yeah, so well, I'll give you the, the whole history. J.E. Dunn was uh, in Charlotte. They've been around a long time. Used to be yep. R.J. Griffin That's Company. Right. Oh, really? So built jobs like the Avenue and the View mm-hmm. Tower, which is the 52-story right there by the Knights Stadium yep. or the Truist. Uh, and then in 2000, and in 2000, J.E. Dunn purchased R.J. Griffin. In 2010, the name changed to J.E. Dunn. Historically, we had always, at least in this market, been a big condo builder, big apartment builder. And obviously, the evolution of that business has changed over time. Condos are not quite what they were. And uh, and so we rode a lot of those waves up and down. When I got to Dunn in 17, we were kind of coming back out of a down cycle in that yeah. development sure. side. And so now that I've been here a while, my goal was really to diversify the business besides just doing one or two business streams. So in the commercial side of the business, which is the part that I run, we focus on all aspects from small projects all the way to the mega jobs. We'll get ready to break ground here on a tower right where Sycamore Brewing sits for yeah. Portman Residential. It's a fifty, a twenty-five story, three hundred seventy unit apartment building. Wow! That starts next week. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. But as part of that, when I first joined, uh, I I uh, signed up for a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations. I yeah. sit on the board at Classroom Central, uh, part of the. YMCA, I sit on the board there as well. And I made a decision that I thought it'd be great to give back in a bigger way than just sitting on the board and supporting with fundraising. Because all these organizations have things going on, improving their business function, improving their space. So I've had the really great honor to be able to be a part of a lot of those projects. Our first one ever started was we built United Way's headquarters here in Charlotte. Oh, wow. Uh, Just before the pandemic, I remember Distinctly, we turned over the space. Jay Dunn gives 10% of all our profits back to nonprofits. So whenever we do those projects, we turn over a check at the end. And we did that check ceremony with them. I want to say it was like April 3rd. Oh, gosh. Or sorry, right March there. 3rd yeah. of 2020. Mm. 
And then the world went away, and I don't think they ever occupied that office for a while. Man. And then we also partnered with you guys. You guys were a great partner with us on on the uh, the Roof Above project yeah, that we just completed, that. the Rise on Clanton, where we just made a, a home for 88 folks that are That's now That's a really cool project. Tell us a little bit about that project, people that don't know. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> the, the Roof Above was an organization separate. They Men's Shelter combined with them. And, yep. And so part of that philanthropic effort was to, uh, and I was very active with the, the men's shelter side of that. So when I saw that article come out in the paper that they had purchased that property, I just shot a note over to the executive director and said, hey, I'd like to offer any support I could, just evaluation or is there anything we could do? And next thing you know, they said, well, we'd love you to potentially partner on building this thing for us. So they bought the Quality Inn Hotel off Clanton Road. It was yep. kind of a defunct property, uh, you know, not the best folks staying in there for a long time. It was actually a salva- it had been converted into a Salvation Army uh, location for temporary shelter with the concept that they'd convert that hotel into 88 units for permanent housing for uh, the chronically homeless. And so they have a big process to go into the community and find those folks that have been chronically homeless who commit to having free housing, but when they begin to get back on their feet with a steady job, They'll come back and offer a percentage of that salary back to start supporting and the costs associated with that housing. Yeah, it's so it's cool really concept. just changing the mindset of just not just a hand out, but a hand up as, as awesome. they grow their way back into real life. It, it, it's, it turned out wonderful. I mean, it really did. It's, it's, it's cool that we were able to be a part of it uh, from the Roby family. Uh, with you all and to be able to partner um, a really cool project we did the electrical work we, we did the electrical okay. work. Yeah, yeah you know i think a common misconception on our mechanical electrical plumbing division is we only work for ourselves we we partner with with, with je dunn and folks like you uh quite often uh and it makes sense i mean that's that's not a project that we would t- typically go after on our commercial construction side so uh you know it, it works out well we learn a little bit from you and, and maybe we can have value as, as a trade partner you absolutely did i mean you know one is a lot of folks aren't always interested in that type of work but i'll tell you you know i think a little bit as we look back on the past year of the jobs we did we just had our executive leadership come into town and we profiled mm-hmm. some projects that was the biggest profile project really? we put out there that's great because i really think the people involved with it felt different about delivering that type of space as opposed to you know, just another restaurant. I don't want to downplay those other projects by any means, but there is something special when you're doing something that has a clear example of improving not only, you know, you learning experience through construction, but the community at large. Absolutely. There it is. You've done some pretty cool restaurants now. Steak 48 is pretty legit. That's not bad. That, that place that is whole a, building? Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, that's not bad Over at all. in South Park? Yeah, that was the most over-the-top restaurant I think we've ever done. I hadn't been there to eat yet. You need to go Y'all eat. Y'all were talking about it. I haven't been. Oh, you want to go? I need to go. We'll yeah, go. I do want to go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right now. Yeah, we were supposed to be down at Bray's a couple weeks ago when the hurricane came through, so we had to postpone it. I don't think I'm going to be able to jump back on the wagon. I'm sorry to hear that. Hitch them up, boys. We'll get down there yeah, again. Well, but Bray's is a cool place. I, I, know, I know if I know one thing about Trent, he's not going to miss a good time if he can, <laughs> no, especially not. with Mac Wingett. Yeah, that, that's a good dude there. Yeah, we have a mutual connection. Mac Wingett, C.S. Uh, does uh, C's, C's, yeah. C's, C's, not us. That's another, you know, I know you're probably running out on time. Your sponsors don't have enough money to pay for all this jabber-jabber <laughs> but that's another great story just about this business and partnerships. Yeah. I met Mac when he just started at Seas in 2007 yeah. on the Ritz-Carlton project. Really? And we have not only just done a tremendous amount of work with his company, the way he's grown that business, but we've become great personal friends. Yeah. And that's what I love about this business, that's right? That's what it's all about. Is that when there's not just a project to be thinking about, it's about 
the friendships and the relationships that come out of those projects for long term. Because, you know, if like you asked me, am I going to stay here? Is this my home? It is my home. And one of the things I love about it is when I go to an FC game or I go to a Panthers game, even though we're in a city of two million people, I can walk around. I always feel like I recognize somebody. Yep. And there's Amen. something about being grounded in a place when you know that you're connected in a place where you're seeing folks all the time. Amen. I agree completely. It's awesome. Great. Uh, Josh, tell us how people can look up J.E. Dunn and look you up. Well, I, you know, I don't usually advertise that way, but, uh, you know, you can go to our website. But more actively, I'm usually really active on LinkedIn. Just yes, ping me are. on there. Uh, okay. Josh McConaughey. Spelled just like Matthew McConaughey, no relation. You can probably tell that. Just I mean, you're definitely me. the better looking one. Thank you. No question. My my uh, bank account isn't quite aligned with this, but <laughs> yeah. I he's doing all right. We're hey, he seems like he's done, doing all right in a lot of ways. But LinkedIn would be the best way. That'd be great. All right. J.E. Dunn, Josh McConaughey, you're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McCosick from Roby Commercial Services. I'm in Trent Haston. From the Roby family of companies, I was trying my TJ, best. TJ, did you see how much better of a job he did? I Sometimes don't know you put if the I pressure did on these a better boys. job or not, but turn up the heat, turn it up. I had my I mean, best. That's radio what's going voice. on uh, over at Panther Stadium this week too. That place Putting is the pressure on, on fire. Oh. <laughs> like holy smokes! My father-in-law texted me. He said that he said that Matt Rule likes pink pink slips. <laughs> oh man. I said, "Oh my gosh! Poor sorry, guy. sorry, Mr. Rule. Poor guy. Hey, I'll tell you what, there. I, I, Nick's. I'm going to say something positive about Matt Rule. Nick Saban came to the NFL, didn't have much luck, and he went back to Alabama. He's done all right. He's okay. done okay. And so Matt Rule was a great college coach. Maybe he goes back to college. Let's be clear that Matt Rule is not Nick Saban. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> oh, I'm sure around wow. those times people were questioning old Nick Saban. Maybe so. So have y'all, I will say this. I like the underdog. Everybody knows leading up to the Cornhole Tournament yep. on May the, uh, November the November. 5th, Saturday, November the 5th at Freedom Park, we tell a wish story for the 10 weeks leading up for Make-A-Wish. Uh, Patrick's going to do that. But I just wanted to say we did, we had some uh, friends over to the house last Sunday and did the hot sauce challenge. Have you done this? You can order this hot sauce kit as 10 gradient so you, every everyone gets hotter is it a chip that you, you eat, eat or is it sauce no you eat you dip something we had chicken tenders you dip them into the, is this the michael sauce. Cox? You go all the way up michael cox did it but I it was, was mike farnham and bo byram oh okay but michael that cox, was my next it was michael farnham and michael cox kind of as they met through is my it joint, joint, joint venture yeah okay it was wild i did all 10 it was it was hot <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. The kids were even doing it. Ford, Ford even did up to eight. Are you serious? I'm surprised Ford didn't go all the way to ten. Just looking nine, but like, you got more. Yeah, nah, he's crazy. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty cool. If you hadn't checked it out, hot, hot sauce, sauce challenge, like yeah, am, something you get off Amazon like, or something like that. I think you ordered a box off Amazon. I don't mm. know. So, anyway. Let's talk about make a wish and the pitching for wishes. Yeah, man, we're getting close. November fifth, um, you can still pitch in. You can p- register until uh, October twenty eighth. Seventy bucks a team, which is a steal for the amount of entertainment that you get. I mean, you're guaranteed a certain amount of games. Me and you are going to be there cutting people, uh, cutting up, not cutting people up. We'll be Ooh. there. We'll be there. <laughs> we won't do that. I, I don't. I look good in Clemson orange, but not that other color orange. So we ain't going to uh, yeah. cut nobody. Uh, <laughs> but you. can... <laughs> You still donate, you volunteer, or, uh, I mean, you know how it is. Like, you don't have to play. Like, I think that's sort of the misconception. I tell people about the Cornhole Tournament, and I go, I don't play Cornhole. It's like, well, come hang out yeah. and no, see it's Sir Purr and all is that all stuff. it is, yeah. My, yeah. I, Wait, Sir Purr's You go to hang out and 
eat a hot dog and say hey to people. Tepper didn't fire Sir Purr, did he? I don't know, but I, I met Minty. My kids got to meet Minty. That's that Charlotte FC. Man, Sir Purr can hold the hoop with the best of them. You can't mm. let go of that guy. Dang, did you just wiggle your hips? A little bit. Shake it, A little girl. bit. That's why we're on radio, not TV. Wow, uh, man. All right, Trent, I got to read it. I got a great wish story today. This is uh, Vinny. Uh, Vinny is an outgoing eight-year-old from Winston-Salem who has been battling leukemia for some time. When Vinny learned that qualified, well, he qualified for a wish, he thought about all the fun adventures the family could go on. Ultimately, he couldn't choose one destination over another, so he decided that a camper would be the best wish because it would allow his family to take all kinds of trips throughout the year. Campers were really popular. Yep. Uh, when Vinny first saw his new camper, his face lit up with joy. He couldn't... Sp- he couldn't spot, stop talking about how he was going to take a camper trip with his family to an amusement park, as he has never been to one before. This summer, Vinny and his family plan to visit many amusement parks and water parks during their travels in their new camper. Boom. Congratulations, Vinny. That's, That's great. Go, Vinny. That's really cool. Uh, and we can't do this without sponsors. We talk about the sponsors all the time. So we do have some platinum sponsors that uh, we want to acknowledge for the Cornhole event. BWF, great, great partnership yeah. with them. Uh, Pro Foundation and Dry Pro Foundation and Crawl Space, uh, Home Technology Solutions and United Healthcare. TJ, you got to take this one. And the official radio partner is WBT. Oh, man. Boom. You, you got a voice for he does. radio. No. That's why I'm on this side man. of the board. Hey. You, did you do something? You're looking more handsome every day. Well, that wow. just happens. It's hard yeah. being this He pretty. starts talking, I get my attention. <laughs> Let me whisper in your yeah. ear, Trent. <laughs> Slow Nights by TJ. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, Barry White, huh? I like it. Yeah. But, yeah, Trent, it's exciting. I mean, it's hard to believe it's almost November, but, uh, you know, the Cornhole event is something that we all hang our hats on very proudly at, at the Roby family. And, uh, you know, we just hope the community can have a chance to come out and join us. Patrick, did you hear uh, Christian was my guest host on the first of four segments last... I'm surprised I still have a job. Last Sunday? I bet she did really well. She did excellent. She did. Kept me in line. Did she read the story? We didn't do any humor on that show because she wanted me to be by the book. Strict, 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 strict. No, I'm kidding. It was the funniest show we've done. (laughs) She gonna get you. She or TJ say, got her, gonna get him. Nah, Chris is good. <laughs> no, nah, she's wonderful. And she puts so much time and effort she into does. this event. She does I a mean, wonderful job with uh, pitching for wishes and everything she does. She, she always does it right. She manages me, manages the radio show, manages pitching for wishes. She does it all, man. Yeah, we're so lucky she's on the team. Yeah, and, and her and her husband, Jonathan, are youth leaders. And I have two chil- three children now in youth, at church, two in youth. And her husband's twin brother is Josh McConaughey's partner. <laughs> we're he looking is, for. actually. Works at we learned Coworker. Thank he you. is your partner through the ESOP. Through the ESOP. There right? we go. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. Listen, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated and put a smile on your face and say thank you. Thanks for joining us on the At Home with Roby Show.